Shalom. Welcome back to the program, the podcast. This is Wind of the Spirit, BRS. Today is Tuesday, the 10th of January, 2023. And I hope this Tuesday finds you well. It is Taco Tuesday for a lot of people in the world. So, happy taco, people. Happy Taco Tuesday, everyone. <laughs> we are in the Genesis series, the In the Beginning God, the Genesis series. We will be reading today from chapters 21 through 25. So if you want to, get your Bible out, get you something to drink, and sit on your favorite place to sit, chair, couch, floor, whatever, makes you happy. And let's read along together in God's Word, shall we? So folks, I will see you on the flip side. Genesis 21, the birth of Isaac, the New International Version, verse 1. Now the Lord was gracious to Sarah, as he had said, the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in her, his old age, at the, very same time, at the very time God had promised him. Abraham gave the name Isaac to the son Sarah bore him. When his son Isaac was eight days old, Abraham circumcised him as God commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has brought me with laughter. Everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. And she added, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would have nurse would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. The child grew and was weaned, and on the day Isaac was weaned, Abraham held a great feast. <coughs> but Sarah saw that the son whom Hagar the Egyptian had borne to Abraham was mocking. And she said to Abraham, Get rid of that slave woman and her son, for that woman's son will never share in the inheritance with my son Isaac. The matter distressed Abraham greatly because it concerned his son. God said to him, Do not be so distressed about the boy, your slave woman. Listen to whatever Sarah tells you, because it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. I will make the son of the slave slave to a nation also because he is your offspring. Early the next morning, Abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He set them on her shoulders and then sent her off with the boy. She went on her way and wandered into the desert of Beersheba. When the water in the skin had gone, was gone, she put the boy under one of the bushes then she went off and sat down about a bow shot away. But she thought, I cannot watch this boy die. 
And she was she sat there and began to sob. God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a very a well of water. So she went and filled the skin with water, gave the boy a drink. Now, God was with the boy as he grew up. He lived in the deer in the desert, lived in the desert, and became an archer. While he was living in the desert of Paran, his mother got a wife for him from Egypt. Treaty of Beersheba. At that time, Abimelech and Phicol, Phicol, the commander of his forces, said to Abraham, God is with you in everything you do. Now swear to me here before God that you will not deal falsely with me or my children or my descendants. Show to me and the country where you now reside as a foreigner, the same kindness I have shown to you. And Abraham said, I swear it. And Abraham complained to Abimelech about a well of water that Abimelech's servants had seized. But Abimelech said, I do not know who has done this. You did not tell me, and I heard about it only, only today. Abraham brought sheep and cattle and gave them to Abimelech, and the two men made a treaty. And Abraham set apart seven ewe lambs from the flock. And Abimelech asked Abraham, What is this meeting? What is the meeting of these seven ewe lambs you have set apart by themselves? And he replied, Accept these seven ewe lambs from my hand as a witness that I dug this well. So that place was called Beersheba, because the two men swore an oath there. After the treaty had been made at Beersheba, Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his forces, returned to the land of the Philistines. And Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba, and there he called on the name of the Lord, the eternal God, Abraham stayed in the land of the Philistines for a long time. Chapter 22 Abraham tested Verse 1 Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. And God said, Take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering. On a mountain I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham got up 
loaded loaded his donkey and took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. But he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering. He set out for the place God had told him about. And on the third day, Abraham took up and saw, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servants, Stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the firewood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son's Isaac. He himself carried the fire and the knife. As two of them went out and together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father, yes, my son, the fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. They reached the place God had told him about. Abraham built an altar there, arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac, laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham! Abraham! Here I am. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God, because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham took up the up. Abraham looked up. There in the thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. Abraham called that place the Lord will provide and to this day it is said on the mountain of the Lord it will be provided angel of the Lord called Abraham heaven a second time and said I swear by myself declares the Lord because you have done this and have not withheld your son your only son I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, as the sand of the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies, and through your offspring, all nations of the earth will be blessed, because you have obeyed me. And Abraham returned to his servants, and they set off together for Beersheba. And Abraham stayed in Beersheba. Sometime later, Abraham was told, Milcah is also a mother. She has borne sons to your brother Nahor. The Uz, the firstborn, Buzz, his brother, Kemuel, the father of Aram, Kased, Hazo, Pildash, Jidlaf, Bethuel, Bethuel became the father of Rebekah. Milcah bore these eight sons to Abraham's 
Brother Nahor, his concubine, whose name was Ruma, also had sons, Deba, Gaham, Tahash, and Mahaka. Sarah. Verse 1. Sarah lived to be 127 years old. She died at Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham went to mourn for Sarah and wept over her. And Abraham rose from beside his dead wife and spoke to the Hittites. said, I am a foreigner and a stranger among you. Sell me some property for a burial site here so I can bury my dead. Hittite replied to Abraham, Sir, listen to us. You are a mighty prince among us. Bury your dead in the choicest of tombs, our tombs. None of us will refuse you his tomb to bury your dead. Then Abraham rose and bowed down before the people of the land, Hittites, and said to them, If you are willing to let me bury my dead, and listen to me, and intercede with Ephraim, the son of Zoar, on my behalf, for he will sell me the cave of Machpelah, which belongs to him, and is at the end of his, his field. Ask him to sell it to me for the full price as a burial site among you. Ephraim the Hittite was sitting among his people. He replied to Abraham in the hearing of all the Hittites who had come to the gate of the city. <coughs> no, my lord, he said, listen to me. I give you the field and give you the cave that is in it. I give it to you in the presence of my people bury your dead again Abraham bowed down before the people of the land and he said to Ephraim in their hearing listen to me if you will I will pay the price of the field accept it from me so I can bury my dead there Ephraim answered Abraham listen to me my lord the land is worth 400 shekels of silver what is that between you and me? Bury your dead. Abraham agreed to Ephraim's terms, weighed out to him for him price he had named the hearing of the Hittites, 400 shekels of silver, according to the weight of current among the merchants. So Ephraim's field in Machpelah, Hamamur, both the field and the cave in it, and all the trees right within the borders of the field, was indeed was deeded to Abraham as his property in the presence of all the Hittites who had come to the gate of the city. Afterward, Abraham buried his wife Sarah in the cave, the field of Machpelah, near Mamre, which is at Hebron, in the land of Canaan. So the field and the cave in it 
were deeded to Abraham by the Hittites as a burial site. Genesis 24, Isaac and Rebekah, verse 1. Abraham was very old, and the Lord had blessed him in every way. He said to his senior servant in the household, the one in charge of all he had, Put your hand under my thigh. I want you to swear by the Lord, the God of the heavens and the earth, that you will not get get a wife, you will not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I am living but will go to my country to my own relatives and get a wife for my son Isaac the servant asked him what if the woman is unwilling to come back with me to this land shall I then take your son back to the country you came from Make sure that you do not take my son back there, Abraham said. The Lord, the God of the heavens and the earth, who brought me out of my father's household and my native land, who spoke to me and promised me an oath, on an oath, saying, I will, saying, to your offspring I will give this land, and he will send his angel before you so you can get a wife my son from there. If the woman is unwilling to come back with you, then you will be released from the oath, this oath of mine. Only do not take my son back there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of his master Abraham and swore an oath to him concerning this matter. And the servant left, taking with him ten of his master's camels with all kinds of good things from his master, he set out from Aram Naharim Naharim and made his way to the town of Nahor. He had the camels kneel down near the well beside the town. It was toward evening the time the women go out to draw water. And he prayed, Lord God of my master Abraham, make me successful today and show kindness to my master Abraham. See, I am standing beside this spring and the daughters of the townspeople are coming out to draw water. May it be that when I say to to a young woman, please let me let down your jar that I may drink, have a drink. And she says, drink. And I will water your camels too. Let her be the one you have chosen, your servant Isaac. By this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Before he had finished praying, Rebecca came out of her with her jar on her shoulder. She was the daughter of Bethuel, son of Milcah, who was the wife of Abraham's brother Nahor. The woman was very beautiful and a virgin. No man had ever slept with her. She went down to the spring, filled her jar, and came up again. The servant hurried to meet her and said, Please, give me a little water from your jar. 
drink, my lord, she said quickly, and lowered the jar to her hands and gave him a drink. After that, she had given him a drink. She said, I will draw water for your camels too, until they have had enough to drink. So she quickly emptied her jar into the trough, ran back to the well and draw to draw more water, and drew enough for the camels. Without saying a word, the man watched her closely to learn whether or not the Lord had made his journey successful. When the camels had finished drinking, the man looked, took out a gold nose ring weighing a, a becca. That is about one-fifth ounce or about 5.7 grams of gold and two gold bracelets weighing 10 shekels. That is about four ounces or 115 grams of gold. Then he asked, Whose daughter are you? Please tell me. Is there room in your father's house for us to spend the night? And she answered him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of the, that Milka bore to Nahor. And she added, We have plenty of straw and fodder, as well as a room for you to spend the night. Then the man bowed down and worshipped the Lord, saying, Praise be to the Lord, the God of my master Abraham has not abandoned his kindness who has not abandoned his kindness and faithfulness to my master as for me the Lord has led me on the journey to the house of my master's relatives the young woman ran and told her mother's household about these things now Rebecca had a brother named Laban Laban was a stinker and he hurried out to the man at the spring as soon as he had seen the nose ring and the bracelets on her sister's arms and had heard Rebecca tell what the man said to her. He went out to the man and found, out, found him standing by the camels near the spring. Come, you who are blessed of the Lord. Come, he said. Why are you standing out there? I have prepared the house and a place for you of camels. So the man went into the house, and the camels were unloaded, straw and fodder were brought for the camels, and water for him and his men to wash their feet. Then food was set before them, for him, but he said, I will not eat until I have told you what I have to say. <coughs> then tell us, Laban said. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master abundantly, and he has become wealthy. He has given me sheep and cattle, silver and gold, male and female servants. He has given him sheep and cattle, silver and gold, and male and female servants, camels and donkeys. My master's wife, Sarah, has borne him a son in her old age, and he has given him everything he owns. And my master made him made me swear an oath and said, You must not go get a wife for my son and the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I live. But go to my father's family and 
to my own clan and get a wife for my son. Then I asked my master, What if the woman will not come back with me? He replied, The Lord, before whom I have walked faithfully, will send his angel with you and make your journey a success, so that you can get a wife for my son, from my own clan, and from my father's family. You will be released from your oath if when you go to my clan, they refuse to give give her to you, and you will be released from your oath. When I came to the spring today, I said, Lord, God of my master Abraham, if you will please grant success to my journey, on which I have come, see I am standing beside the spring. If a young woman comes out to draw water, and I say to her, Please let me drink a little water from your jar. And if she says to me, Drink and I will draw water for your camels too. Let her be the one the Lord has chosen for my master's son. Before I finished praying in my heart, Rebecca came out with her jar on her shoulder. She went down to the spring and drew water. I said, Please give me a drink. She quickly lowered her jar from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will water your camels, too. So I drink, and she watered the camels also. I asked her, Whose daughter are you? And she said, The daughter of Bethuel, the son of Nahor, whom Milcah bore to him. And I put the ring on her nose, in her nose, and the bracelets on her arm. And I bowed down and worshipped the Lord. I praised the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who had led me on the right road, get the granddaughter of my master's brother for his son. Now, if you will show me kindness and faithfulness to my master, tell me. And if not, tell me, so I may know which way to turn. Laban and Bethuel answered, This is from the Lord. We can say nothing to you one way or another. Here is Rebekah. Take her and go. Let her become the wife of your master's son, as the Lord has directed. But Abraham's servant heard what they said. He bowed down to the ground before the Lord. Then the servant brought out gold, gold and silver, and jewelry, and articles of clothing, and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave costly gifts her brother and her mother. Then he and the men who were with them ate and drank and spent the night there. When they got up the next morning, he said, Send me on my way to my master. But the brother and the mother and her mother replied, Let the young woman remain with us ten days or so, and you may go. But he said to them, Do not detain me. Now that the Lord has granted success to my journey, set me on my way so I might go to my master. Then they said, Let's call the young girl and ask her about it. Mm-hmm. So they called Rebecca and asked her, Will you go with this man? I will go, she said. So they sent their sister Rebecca on the way along with her nurse, Abraham's servant, and his man blessed Rebecca and said to her, Our sister, may you increase to thousands upon thousands. May 
your offspring possess the cities of your enemies, other enemies. And then Rebekah and her attendants got ready and mounted the camel and went back with the man. So the servants took Rebekah and left. Now Isaac had come from Beer Lahay, Beer Lahay Roy, where he was living in the Negev. He went out to the field one evening to meditate. And as he looked up, he saw camels approaching. Rebekah also looked up and saw Isaac, and she got down from her camel and asked the servant, Who is that man in the field coming to meet us? He is my master, the servant answered. So she took her veil, covered herself, and the servant told Isaac all he had done. Isaac brought her into the tent of his mother Sarah, and he married Rebekah. So she became his wife, and he loved her, and Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Genesis 25, the death of Abraham, verse 1. Abraham had taken another wife, whose name was Keturah. She bore him Zimran, Jokshan, Midan, Midian, Ishbak, Shua. Jokshan was the father of Sheba and Eden. The servants of Dedan, I'm sorry, the descendants of Dedan were the Asherites, the Latushites, the Lumites, the sons of Midian were Ephah, Ephor, Hanak, Abida, Eldaha. All these were the descendants of Keturah. Abraham left everything he owned to, his, to Isaac. But while he was still living, he gave gifts to the sons of his concubines, sent them away from his son Isaac to the land of the east. Abraham lived 175 years. Wow. And Abraham breathed his last and died at a good old age. An old man and full of years he was gathered to his people. His sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah near Mamur, the field of Ephraim, the son of Zohar, the Hittite, the field Abraham had bought from the Hittites. <coughs> there Abraham buried his wife Sarah. And after Abraham's death, God blessed his son Isaac who then lived near Mer Lahoi Roy. Ishmael's sons. This is the account of the family line of Abraham's son Ishmael, whom Sarah's slave Hagar the Egyptian bore to Abraham. These are the names of the sons of Ishmael listed in the order of their birth. Nabnebeoth, the firstborn, 
of Ishmael, Kedar, Abdil, Mipsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Tema, Jeter, Napesh, Apish, Kedema, these were the sons of Ishmael. These are the names of the twelve tribes, tribal rulers, according to their settlements and camps. Ishmael lived a hundred and thirty-seven years, and he breathed his last and died. And he was gathered to his people. His descendants settled in the area from Habila to Shur, near the eastern border of Egypt. As you go toward Asher, they lived in hostility toward all the tribes related to them. <clears throat> Jacob and Esau, verse 19. This is the account of the family line of Abraham's son Isaac. Abraham became the father of Isaac. <coughs> Isaac was 40 years old. When Isaac was 40 years old, when he married Rebekah, daughter of Bethuel, the Armenian from Paddan Aram, the sister of Laban, the Armenian. And Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was childless. The Lord answered his prayer, and his wife Rebekah became pregnant. The babies jostled each other within her, and said, she said, Why is this happening to me? So she went to inquire of the Lord. The Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb. Two peoples from within you will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other. The other will serve the younger. The older will serve the younger. When the time came for her to give birth, there were twin boys in her womb. The first to come out was red and his whole body was like a hairy garment. So they named him Esau. Esau may mean hairy. After this, his brother came out with his hand grasping Esau's heel, so he was named Jacob. Jacob means he grasped the heel, a Hebrew idiom where he, re he deceives. Isaac was 60 years old when Rebekah gave birth to them. The boys grew up and Esau became a skillful hunter, the man of the open country, while Jacob was content to stay at home among the tents. Jacob, Isaac, who had a taste for wild game, loved Esau, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Once, then, once when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau came in from the open country, famished, and he said to Jacob, Quick, let me have some of that stew, that red stuff, of that red stew. I am famished. That is why he was called Edom. Edom means red. Jacob replied, First sell me your birthright. Look, I am about to die, Esau said. 
What good is a birthright to me? But Jacob said, Swear to me first. So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau some bread and some of the lentil stew. He ate and drank, and then he got up and left. So Esau despised his birthright. That concludes the reading for today from the book of Genesis. Hope you've enjoyed this reading. You've got something out of it. God has spoke to your heart through the scriptures. And I hope you will join me next time, my friends. We will continue in our series, The Beginning God, the Genesis series. So until next time, may God richly bless you. Shalom.